The Artist Life Podcast is brought to you by Real Creative Heart. Heavy the head that reps the crown. With love, your greatness is found. So rep your crown. Live from Greensboro, North Carolina, Arts is Life. Welcome to the Arts is Life podcast with your host, Russell C. Holt, where we sit down with artists from all career fields and we discuss their perspectives on their art and what it means to them in life. So sit back, have fun, and enjoy the ride. Hey guys, thank you for joining me on another episode of Art is Life. As you know, I'm your host, Russell C. Holt, and I am joined today with a wonderful teacher and um, director of the School of Theater. She has recently been appointed School of Theater director as of 2020. We actually came in at the same time um, into the School of Theater at UNCG. Um, and. Yeah, so she, she teaches, she acts, directs, more directing and teaching now and yeah. running a, a whole program. So um, got a lot of, lot of stuff on her plate, but, you know, she's, she's doing what she can to uh, change the culture around here, which needs to be changed for sure. <laughs> um, so without further ado, guys, I would like to introduce you guys to Natalie Soul. Hello, hello. Hello, Natalie. Thank you for joining me. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you for inviting me. <laughs> so for those who don't know, um, if you wanted to give us a little bit of background on how you became the director and or what your journey in acting and art in general. Oh, boy. Okay. So I'm going to try to do a concise version. Mm -hmm. um, I have always been uh, in a, I grew up in a family that were full of artists. Mm -hmm. And so... Um, I think I was four when I was in my first play. Mm -hmm. I was very little and took um, drama classes that my mother taught. Oh, nice. So um, my mom and my stepdad are both theater artists, and always it was um, theater for social change. It mm -hmm. wasn't just theater for entertainment's mm -hmm. sake. So that um, is kind of my foundation mm -hmm. and um, what I knew and lots and lots of community theater, lots of community-based theater, um, all throughout the time I was growing up. I was born in Colorado, oh. um, raised in Colorado Springs, and then we moved to back to, well, not back to, for my mother's family is in Omaha, in Nebraska. So then we moved to Nebraska when I was 12, and um, yeah, my mom and dad started a theater company, mm -hmm. uh, a youth theater, Ujima Youth Theater, and Ujima is one of the principals of Kwanzaa. Mm -hmm. you, and you say Ujima. Is that U-J-I-M-A? There, there's actually one, there was one in um, Buffalo, New York. That's where really? that director that I told you about in collaboration yeah. class, that's, she ran that theater. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. 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 Nice. Um, it means collective work and responsibility, mm -hmm. so okay. that makes sense, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, so I grew up in that youth theater mm -hmm. and doing lots of plays, and then when I was 19, mm -hmm. was in college, I took over as artistic director. Mm -hmm. I was young, um, but, you know, I'd already done a bunch of directing mm -hmm. and collaborating with my mother, and um, I was ready. Mm -hmm. So... 
the strange thing is I was also in college mm -hmm. and trying to, I had a, um, I have a BS in biology. Oh. And I went to medical school for a couple of years, <laughs> which is a very different path. I think it was kind of my rebellion, mm -hmm. right? Because yeah. I was in a family of which artists. Which is funny because it was like right. perverse. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Yep. Um, but I didn't stop doing theater mm -hmm. when I was in med school. And I realized um, that I wanted to do what I loved. My mother was like, you're an artist. What are you doing? Right. And she said, I want you to pay attention to when you're the happiest. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, I'll do that. And it was when I was working with the kids. Mm -hmm. It was when I was making costumes and writing plays and on the van and touring. And um, that's what brought me joy. Okay. So uh, I did that for a bunch of years, maybe seven or eight years. And then I decided, okay, I'm going to move. Mm -hmm. It was my big adventure. <laughs> and I got up. And said, okay, I got to find somewhere to go. And I looked on a map. It's like, I'm either moving to New Mexico or North Carolina. Okay. I don't ask me why I don't remember, <laughs> right? But, you know, I like ends because Natalie. But yeah. <laughs> also, I needed a change, like a big change. Mm -hmm. um, and I didn't know anybody in North Carolina. Mm -hmm. Mom had been to the National Black Theater Festival and had some friends here. Mm -hmm. Um, so I moved in with one of her friends that I'd never met, and then I got a job at Durham Arts Council. At Durham Arts Council, I learned that there was an MFA in theater for young audiences here okay. at UNCG. Okay. Um, and I applied, and I got in. Oh. And then grad school was grad school. Um, I worked a year here and then got a job in Massachusetts at Hampshire College. Um, and Hampshire was... The perfect fit for me. Mm -hmm. It was very, very progressive, very um, social justice oriented, lots of critical analysis, mm -hmm. critical thinking, um, and really a lot of student generated work mm -hmm. and emphasis on student driven activity. Mm -hmm. So um, it was good. It was perfect for me. And I was there for 16 years. And then Rachel Briley, who also told me about the job in Massachusetts, and she was my advisor for one year here. Mm -hmm. um, she told me about this job, and she said, she was telling me about the acting position, mm -hmm. but I'm not an acting person. I, I do theater for young audiences, mm -hmm. theater for social change. I don't teach acting, right? right, right, right. Um, I can teach directing. Mm -hmm. Um, but I said, oh, I don't think that's for me. And she said, well, there is one other position. Mm -hmm. um, and at Hampshire, I had, was already dean. I was dean of the School for Interdisciplinary oh. Arts. I was, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was dean uh, of institutional diversity and inclusion. Mm -hmm. So I, I had already been in substantial leadership positions. Um, I was on the executive leadership team with the president of the college. Mm -hmm. So... This is just part of what I, you know, I was right. used to. Mm -hmm. And I read the job description, and it looked like it was written for me. Right. So I applied and went through during COVID, mm -hmm. right? So all of it was, was on Zoom, um, and I got the job. Yeah. So, ta-da! Nice. <laughs> yes, that's a lot. So, so you... Are, you don't you want to consider yourself an actor at your Oh, I can act. Right. I can act, mm -hmm. but I don't teach, teach. acting. Gotcha. Right. Gotcha. I mean, I I could. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm very much a generalist, a mm -hmm. theater generalist, but I prefer um, directing. I prefer 
uh, theater for social change, devising that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So what What does that mean to you? Like, what? What? Why does Why does that bring you joy compared to like the other? Oh, I think. I am a big picture person, mm -hmm. so I like to look at, like, the school of theater, yeah. right, is the big picture. Mm -hmm. And I like to think about how all the pieces fit together, mm -hmm. um, how they work together, how they complement one another. Mm -hmm. um, and with directing, you get to do that, mm -hmm. right? You get to hear all the voices and pay attention to how they're all fitting together mm -hmm. and connect all the dots and, like, bring a vision to fruition. Yeah. So I, I love that. I love that. And as an actor, you get to do one piece of that, right? right? Yeah, yeah. And I like to see the whole thing. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. So you mentioned coming in here to the School <laughs> of Theater Directing, and we both came at the same time yep. during COVID, plus uh, there was a lot of, <laughs> a lot of uh, stuff going on prior. Um, yeah. Can you touch base with just like how, like you're up, like when you came in, like getting hit with all of that previous <laughs> well some of it I knew about okay. right some of it I knew about um, the lack of response after George Floyd mm -hmm. uh, from the faculty and staff and how underprepared mm -hmm. they were to support students during that time mm -hmm. um, so I knew about that I knew that all of my diversity inclusion access equity social justice work would be coming into play mm -hmm. I just didn't know about all of the other stuff, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah. So I had no clue that we would be going through an entire school of theater investigation. Mm -hmm. um, my first meeting was with a group, my very first meeting was with a group of alumni who were talking about everything that they had experienced. Yeah. And then my second meeting, another group of alumni. Mm -hmm. And um, I was kind of like, what have yeah. I gotten myself into? Because... Right. Um, He's yeah. Like, this is not what I signed up for. Oh, my gosh. You know what, Russell? I felt like the cleanup lady, mm -hmm. and I still do. Mm -hmm. I still feel like people often bring in people of color, particularly women of color, into mm -hmm. institutions, into leadership positions mm -hmm. to clean up their mess. Mm -hmm. And um, while in some ways I am perfect, perfectly prepared to do that, I also think it's, it's a bit of a setup, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So... Part of what I'm trying to do is to get everyone on board to mm -hmm. clean up. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, which is not always the easiest thing. Yeah, because yeah, I was I was talking to a teacher about that as far as and just talking to friends in general about the diversity thing. Like, how do you determine whether you're hiring someone be, to check a box for diversity? Right. As opposed to them, they're being qualified and they're, it's a diverse hire. Like how, exactly. how is that being implemented outside of just seeing it on the on the surface of right. like hiring someone? So, right. um, yeah, just mm -hmm. I, don't, I don't like how how do you find that balance of like determining that or well, you know, a lot of people say, well, we can't find any qualified people of color, and that's both. That's not <laughs> correct, yeah. right? It's just not true. Mm -hmm. um, the thing is, where are you advertising? Right. Where are you looking for candidates? Mm -hmm. If you're looking in all the white places, mm -hmm. then that's what you're going to get. Mm -hmm. So part of what I did is provided, you know, based on my work at Hampshire mm -hmm. as Dean of Diversity and Inclusion, I have long lists mm -hmm. of where to look for 
people of color mm -hmm. um, in higher education. So there's no way that you can say yeah. that we can't find anyone. Mm -hmm. um, it's not it's that you're not looking. Right, right, right. Or you're not looking in the right places, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, yeah. It's like me going to, I don't know, let me go to Montana and look for some black people. Right. Right? That yeah. doesn't make sense. Yeah. you got to go to Atlanta if that's right. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, that's what I'm saying is yeah. that you have to go to the like, right places. The right places. Mm -hmm. But also, too, how do you find that balance of, because, yeah, we want diversity, finding people of color and women and all that. Mm -hmm. But also, how do you determine, like, with, with there, there are qualified white people as well. Like, yep. How do you, like... You try to find the, the person that's the best fit for the culture, mm -hmm. right? And here, it's also where are we going mm -hmm. as a school of theater? Mm -hmm. How do we serve? I mean, we're at a minority-serving institution, mm -hmm. so we want to make sure that we're, there's representation mm -hmm. um, because there is something about culture mm -hmm. and being, you know, um, Denzel Washington has that beautiful statement that he says that mm -hmm. it's not about color, mm -hmm. it's about culture. Mm -hmm. So you can find white people who understand mm -hmm. diversity and inclusion, right. who understand what it means to be anti-biased, mm -hmm. anti-racist, right? Mm -hmm. And what that means in a classroom. That's what we're looking for. Right. So it is, um, it's got to be this big mixture, mm -hmm. but everybody on the same page is in terms of um, where we're headed. Mm -hmm. And, and that's where, um, that's what we're looking for. Gotcha. So speaking on that is where, where we're headed, where, where do you, what, what's your goals on getting, or where, where do you want to see the School of Theater headed? Because I know you mentioned in class about, um, for instance, the, the, the play selection, like mm -hmm. being representative, representative of the people exactly. of, that are in the School of Theater. Yeah. Um, I know that's one portion of it. What are, what are other things that you're looking to implement? Um, I think just little tiny things like <laughs> an entire curriculum shift. Mm -hmm. Like the, the curriculum has to shift. Yes. In I order can. to, yes, <laughs> it does. Yeah. In order to pay attention to the different bodies in the room. Mm -hmm. um, and there are different methodologies now. We don't have to just do Meisner and Stanislavski. Mm -hmm. We can do some black acting methods. Mm -hmm. I mean, there are other things that we can draw from mm -hmm. that we have to draw from, yeah. not that just we can. Mm -hmm. um, and that means that folks have to relearn mm -hmm. or learn um, some or of their- unlearn Or unlearn, yes, yeah. some of that pedagogy. Um, so that's a biggie for me, is how do we adjust our curriculum to pay attention to who's here. Mm -hmm. And you know, a lot of folks just wanna um, say, okay, we're teaching non-Western and Western. Mm -hmm. That's not okay. Mm -hmm. We need to be teaching acting mm -hmm. and the acting needs to be inclusive. Mm -hmm. That's it, mm -hmm. right? So we're not doing um, Western performance styles. Uh-uh. Yeah. We're doing performance styles and you're gonna need to learn other performance styles that are yeah. not originating in Europe, right? Yeah. So. That's one big thing, is shifting the curriculum. Mm -hmm. The other thing is, is all of it is culture shift. Um, theater is collaborative. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Your first class, one of the first things you mm -hmm. did was a class in collaboration. Mm -hmm. We do not collaborate well in the School of Theater. Mm -hmm. We are very siloed. Mm -hmm. So, 
you know, we have little pockets of people. They seem like cliques to me. <laughs> and that's not a good example for students. That's not how theater works. Theater works where we're all coming together to make something. That's what the School of Theater should be, um, is that we're all coming together to make something. And we're making a school that serves our students. When decisions get made, um, in a dispersed manner, even though they impact one another, then there's just a lot of blame and, and hurt feelings. And um, what I would like is for us to, to be in alignment and committed to the same goals and purpose as we're moving forward. I also think we have to pay attention to where our industry is going. Mm -hmm. It's not the same. Right. Post-COVID especially, it's just yeah. not. Mm -hmm. um, and we have to pay attention to more of the on-camera work um, that's happening because there's, everybody is doing both. Mm -hmm. Nobody is just doing, we only do theater, right? Yeah. right? You have to be able to transfer those skills um, to the screen. Mm -hmm. So that's a biggie for me. Mm -hmm. And also there's some really cool work that's being done that's not contemporary realism. Mm -hmm. Right now we're not training students to be able to do that work. Right. We are so focused on realism that when you put folks into something that's yeah. off and weird, yeah. it's kind of like, we don't know what we're doing. Right. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that's, you know, that's part of the joy of having uh, Roby Ars Martinez here yes. because he brings in so many other styles of mm -hmm. movement. Mm -hmm. Um, and it gets people out of their heads. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I would agree. Um, to, to test... Um, to piggyback off of that as far as the realism thing, like I, I saw myself when I was in Peter and Stark and just having that little thought of in the one moment when they come over and and I'm talking to my daughter and she's like, and they're like, I'm like, am I supposed to be waiting? For, like, am I, right. like, this is, this feels weird, weird that I'm just sitting here waiting for them to just, but it's like, I have to remember, it's Peter Pan first. Right. It's, like, it's, not, it's, it's fantastic. Not, yeah, it's, it's, yes. yeah, it's, it's supposed to be imagination anyway. Mm -hmm. So, so I, yeah, so I, I understand, like, sometimes it's hard because it's, you know, it's the training, yeah, exactly. your brain to be like, gotta be as truthful and real. And it's right, like, but, but it's how like, do you do that right, when yeah. you're like on an imaginary right. boat? Yes. And, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, just gotta expand the imagination more. Mm -hmm. So in regards to that, um, the collaboration and stuff you mentioned, do you feel extra pressure to do this, um, to, to make this shift, or mm. do you have that support or do you seek out the collaboration to help you assist with? That's such a good question. Um, I think it's definitely coming from the top. Mm -hmm. uh, this is because of the investigation. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of pressure to shift the culture mm -hmm. um, and a lot of eyes watching mm -hmm. that I don't think everybody else in the school understands. Mm -hmm. um, but there are definitely folks who are, are on board, who are willing to try and mm -hmm. shift, um, especially, you know, new faculty, yeah. they're, they're coming in with a different vision of what theater is and what it can be. Um, so really the changes are gonna have to happen with the folks who are really kind of holding on to dear for dear life to the things that they've always done. Mm -hmm. um, but there are folks who've been here a very long time who are really excited for mm -hmm. the changes and, and 
to try some new things. You know, Janet Allard is teaching a new course mm -hmm. in the fall nice. um, that's on new play development. Okay. Right? Like, we haven't, we've yeah. never offered that before. Right. Yeah. So, the thing I'm asking for folks to do is to stretch and play again. Yeah, just, yeah. just imagine. Be open. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yes, be open. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, so, you're currently directing a show. By the time this comes out, it's going to be over, but um, it's it's not a theater for youth show, no. but it is for social change, right. I would say. So um, do you want to talk about any of sure. that? Sure. Um, it's a part of the Amplify Black Voices Festival mm -hmm. that is um, a part of the Greater Greensboro Consortium mm -hmm. um, of Theater, which is seven colleges and universities in the area mm -hmm. coming together to put on this festival. Mm -hmm. um, and it's pretty cool. So yeah. Mike Cass, I'm directing Nick and the Prize Fighter, and it's by Camila Bush, and she is an alum oh, of nice. UNCG, which is nice. really cool. So we've had the chance to talk to her, too. Okay. Um, but the cast consists of one um, student from a and mm -hmm. North Carolina a and a student from UNCG, a grad student, mm -hmm. and a community member. Mm -hmm. So, you know, yeah, it's all, not, it's, yeah, yeah it's everybody. Yeah. Um, and the cool thing is the other plays that are being produced mm -hmm. also have students from all over doing different work. Mm -hmm. So right. it's com completely different than what we normally do. Mm -hmm. um, and like for the piece that I'm directing, um, two of the Bennett students, Bennett College students will run the boards, right? They'll do mm -hmm. sound and lights. Um, I have a community member who's also a, a graduate of UNCG that's kind of like our overarching designer. And then some student designers. And so it's a really nice collaboration. Yeah, yeah. Um, and again, get you involved with all the other schools because there exactly. are a lot of schools around the area. Yeah, so um, it means that we're not in a silo. Mm -hmm. We are paying attention to the resources, the human resources, mm -hmm and also the financial resources. Um, Bennett has been phenomenal. They've spearheaded all of it. Uh, and um, with Tenille Faust and um, Ann Hayes, and they got a grant. We wrote, we co-wrote a grant for the National Endowment for the Arts nice. and got $20,000 to produce the festival. So all of the students who are involved will get a stipend. The community members get a stipend. Um, so it's also uh, a different kind of recognition of the work mm -hmm. that they're doing. Yeah. Um, is this something you hope can, this would be the start to be a continuous? Exactly. We're hoping thing. it'll be biannual, so okay. every other year, because okay. it's a lot of work. Oh, yeah. 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 And for UNCG, we have to figure out how to fit it into the season, because mm -hmm. right now it's, it's supplemental, mm -hmm. um, which is also problematic if you think about the whole message, yeah, right? Yeah. So the Amplified Black Voices Festival is supplemental for us. Mm -hmm. um, that's a little problematic. Yeah. So we're doing our piece at um, a at Bennett because mm -hmm. we don't have any space to do it here. Oh, okay. I, oh, you're not doing it at Triad anymore? No, Triad had, yeah, we were going to do it at Triad Stage, and they have a plumbing issue. Oh, okay. So <laughs> you can't do theater if you don't have toilets. Yeah. Right? <laughs> you can't invite audiences in. Cool. It's so, those little details, right? So how, how was it getting back into the directing? Oh, my God. It's been a while. Yeah. It has been a while. Um, and I've always directed both mm -hmm. theater for young audiences and adult theater. Mm -hmm. um, 
but it's been fun. It's been interesting. I am, um, we're trying some new things and yeah, it's been a little bit of, it's been a lot because I'm also doing everything else that I would normally do. Right, yeah. And I have an 11 year old at home and my mother who is, who has Parkinson's lives with us and so it's all of the stuff that comes yeah, with yeah. life is also a part of um, what I am working with mm -hmm. when I'm directing. So, are you, are you are you one to leave stuff at the door, or do you encourage stuff to be brought in? Oh my gosh, I feel like it's not impo it's not possible to leave stuff at the door. Yeah. And with our creative energies, I think we thrive when we're our full selves mm -hmm. in space. Mm -hmm. I think it's really important to acknowledge who you are, mm -hmm. your lived experiences, your backgrounds, your, um, all of your identities, everything. You bring that into the space because you actually can't leave it out, right? right? Yeah. And that's what makes the, the soup mm -hmm. delicious, right? Yeah. That's what makes it so good and spicy with all of different flavors mm -hmm. and all of the different ideas that are brought into the space. Mm -hmm. um, and I am also not one that the stage manager has to just sit and be quiet. Mm -hmm. um, I think that they need to add to the piece as well. Um, the actors are, are helping with design mm -hmm. for the piece. So it really is kind of mixing up mm -hmm. um, the hierarchy that is theater. So you're, you're all about collaborating in that process as well with yeah. everybody. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Cool. Do you plan on or would you like to direct any of the shows at the School of Theater? Uh, I'm directing in the fall. Okay. Yeah, nice. but I'm directing um, Dontrell Who Kissed the Sea. Okay. Yeah. I'm not familiar with that. What, what's, what's that about? Uh, it's, oh, I'm going <laughs> to love it so much because it's about ancestry. The lead is, Dontrell is a um, young black man, mm -hmm. and he's kind of grappling with the understanding of his past, his heritage, mm -hmm. as well as, as his present and his future. Okay. So it's it's kind of, um, it has a little bit of surrealism in mm -hmm. it, or magical realism. Mm -hmm. um, beautiful, beautiful piece, so I'm very excited. Yeah. It's the first show of the season. Nice, nice. Yeah. Well, unfortunately, I won't be here for that. Oh, but. right, <laughs> right. That would have been a good piece yes, for you, Russell. Yes. Yeah. Um, so, what is what keeps you motivated and keeps mm. you going to to do this work? This is a good question. Um, some days I'm not sure, right? <laughs> <laughs> but I think it is. I the joy of the process. Mm -hmm. I love being creative, mm -hmm. and my job allows me to be creative and mm -hmm. to think expansively, mm -hmm. and being um, a director. Allow I mean. Every single aspect of my life allows me to be creative and expansive in my thinking. Um, I also illustrate children's books, and oh, okay. I, yeah, I do lots of different things because that's how I grew up. Mm -hmm. That's how I understood the world: is that you express. Mm -hmm. um, I was a very expressive child, maybe a little bit melodramatic, <laughs> very expressive. Uh, yeah, yeah. Is like that too. Yeah, see? Yeah, yeah. So I always knew that I needed to do something. Even though I went to med school, I was yeah. still being very, very theatrical. But, but speaking on that, though, like how do you, how, how does one, you know, not shut that down for like mm. children? Because, you know, 
there, you know, society yes. will force you to like tell those like that expressiveness to to not be so expressive in the world, mm-hmm. and you know, it sh- uh, dims their light in, in a sense. And right. like, how important is that to you know not do that? Right. <laughs> like, it's like, a, it's a big reason why I am such a proponent of. Um, arts education Mm -hmm. of the arts being in schools and if they are not separate classes I do a lot of work on arts integration Um, I just did a session with pre-service students at Mount Holyoke College Mm -hmm. on how do you utilize the arts to teach Mm -hmm. so it's not just that um, you either need to be an artist or you're not it is how do you use that propensity for imagination and creativity to support people's learning um, I think that we often rely on oral or written language to yeah. teach, and that's not what how everybody learns. Yeah, yeah. It's not, it's not fun at all. Either. No, it's not. <laughs> it's well, yeah, not. like um, yeah. Speaking of that, because like you talking about arts education, it's like how important is art in life for like to you, and like how and like how can we be more? Um, how can we teach it more than, mm. and inform? others that are not in the art space on right. and letting them know that it's it's a necessary thing to yeah. not, you know well i think if folks remember that cre- creativity is innate mm-hmm. like we just all have it mm-hmm. and if we could think through the ways in which we're creative on a daily basis mm-hmm. you know the problem solving that we do is creative mm-hmm. right um the ways in which we rehearse reality, mm-hmm. we're performing all the time. Yeah. We're performing ourselves all the time. Mm-hmm. Or when you have a conversation with somebody and you're retelling a story, right, right, that's right. creativity. Yeah. You're a storyteller, right. right? Even in like code switching and stuff like yes. that. Yes. Like, depending on de- which, who you're around, mm-hmm. like parents versus friends. Right. Authority figures and stuff like that, yeah. So. Yep, yep. You have lots of different ways to perform yourself, mm-hmm. right? To be who you are in different spaces. Mm-hmm. But I think it's just drawing on the desire to make something, mm-hmm. right? To to not just sit back and, and live life of 9 to 5. You go to work, you come home. You go to you eat dinner, you go to work, you come, you know what I mean? Right, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. But to find the moments where you're either um, expressing or you're, I, I guess I want to say, consuming or ingesting. So you go to the movies, mm-hmm. right? You read books, mm-hmm. um, you listen to music, mm-hmm. paying attention to how all of those are art forms that mm-hmm. you're participating in. Right, yeah. Yeah. Cool, yeah, yeah. Like, it's all around you, because you know that art gets such a bad rap but it's like everyone who's not an artist can right all the time all the time yeah i think covid really showed that yeah yeah, for sure yeah um well i can't get off without mentioning that you you said you went to hampshire college i did same college at lapita i I don't want to butcher her last name nyongo yes she went um and I know you had mentioned that you had a class, you taught her for a class? Or I did. did. Yeah, I yeah, was yeah. actually, um, at Hampshire we have something called committees, mm-hmm. and students have two faculty members on their committees, or their, their advisors. Mm-hmm. I was on the Lupita's committee with nice. um, another person who was in film, so mm-hmm. for their Div 2, for Lupita's Div 2, which was um, sophomore and junior years, mm-hmm. and then also for Div 3, which was senior year. Mm-hmm. So, did you think 
back then she would be who she is now? Or? Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, you know the actors that you can't take your eyes off them mm -hmm. when they're performing? Mm -hmm. That's what Lupita has always been. Mm -hmm. um, like she was in my storytelling as performance class, and her story, we were all just kind of leaning in and glued mm -hmm. at that final presentation. Um, it's always who she's been. She's also really silly yeah. and playful and fun. So, you know, when we would play, do warm-ups and theater games, she was so in it. Mm -hmm. um, but also really brilliantly um, critical. Her critical analysis skills were so on point. Mm -hmm. So she's just a, a phenomenal human. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just wanted to touch base on can't Can't, can't go without, you know, Yeah, yeah. Um, so what would you say to someone who, like, what advice would you give someone who either was trying to be like a, a director or mm -hmm. a head of artist director or a director yeah. in the in a theater space or just in life, mm. just you know, looking for some words of encouragement or anything yeah. like that? What, would, what what advice would you give them? A, I guess, to how to make it to like a position that you're in, or right. just making it in everyday mm. life. Leadership skills, um, lean into them. Lean into the ways in which you are making yourself visible, making your voice heard, uh, making sure that other people understand lots of different perspectives, especially yours, right? Um, lean into that rather than stepping away from it. Um, so I've always done that. I've always stepped into, we need a secretary for uh, the NAACP Youth Council. Okay, I'm stepping into that. Um, and then I, I would also say just to um, figure out what resonates for you. Figure out what feels exciting and energizing and where you can imagine the future of something. Mm -hmm. I think that fits for both directing and for um, artistic directorship or directing um, an organization or anything is just the it is still imagining right it's right. still thinking what if right right um, so I don't I don't want to go past this because you know, I just wanted to touch base again on the social change and stuff like that because that's very important going mm -hmm. forward especially in the art space um, yeah. Where do you, what are your what are your thoughts on that? Like, what are your hopes? Do you mm. see it getting to a point where it's like okay, or is do you think it's going to be a consistent, constant climbing up? Yeah, trying, you know what I, mean? I do. <laughs> and you know, it's it's our culture is weird right now. Mm. You know, with all of this pushback against. Um, critical race theory and, and folks not actually understanding that that's just an acknowledgement of, of one's shared history. Mm -hmm. um, some of that is a step back, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So yeah, the struggle is real. The struggle is continues yeah. because I think there's a lot of fear with the shifts in demographics in this country. Mm -hmm. A lot of people are like, wait a minute, what about my power? Not a lot of people, white men mm -hmm. are like, wait a minute, <laughs> what about my power? Um, so I think that things are changing. It's inevitable, it has to, um, but this, it's not gonna be easy. You know, it never has been. Right. Change is always hard. 
um, especially for uh, people who have power, change is really difficult. So for those who want to seek change and for those who are pushing back, or, or well, I guess we can't really do much about the people pushing back, no. but um, <laughs> people that want change and like the allies that you know are with, with those who want change, mm -hmm. what, what would you say we could do to make an impact on our side, like in, in our lives? Too? Oh, speak up. Yeah. Just don't be silent, mm -hmm. right? If we don't have time for silence, mm -hmm. um, we, everybody needs to be doing something in some way, shape, or form. Mm -hmm. Even if it is, you know, it's small. Mm -hmm. Action is action. Mm -hmm. Whether it is action that is internal, that you're changing yourself, mm -hmm. or you are out there marching, whatever it is, do something, right? Yeah, Don't just yeah. sit back and wait for everybody yeah. else to step into making change because um, shame on you if you do that. Um, we are all responsible for making the world the place that we want it to be. Um, I was taught that when I was very, very young, and my poor child has heard it almost every day of his <laughs> life, but I think he, he gets it, that we are responsible in whatever form that takes is not up to me, right? right? right it's up yeah. to every individual to figure out what's your contribution. Yeah. yeah. Just like you said, the struggle continues, the marathon continues. Yes, it does. Um, so what, what's what's next? I know we talked about mm. briefly, but what's next for you? What are, what are your plans going forward? Anything significant outside of the directing for next year? Um, well, or School of fall. Theater has our centennial anniversary, so mm -hmm. we're celebrating, um, and that's fun. I love event planning. Yeah. Another, right? It's a creative <laughs> endeavor. Jack of all trees. Yeah, so that's fun, and that'll be enjoyable. And then comes summer. Oh, yeah, ah, summer is so nice. nice. <laughs> and that's when I also I draw or paint or... Um, I've just finished an illustration project, so I'll have to figure nice. out what my next one will be. And nice. yeah, what yeah. type of illustration? Like what type of um, ch children's books you said? You uh, yeah, they're always based on identity in oh, some right, way, right, shape, right, or form, right? Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. So um, one of I one of them I I did uh, Jason and Grandma's Cane mm -hmm. um, about a grandmother who has who's sick in the hospital and. The child, Jason, a little black girl, mm -hmm. sings in order to figure out how um, to understand what's happening with grandma. So oh, it's very cute. Nice. Yeah, and kind of paper cutting and layering, collage. Uh, and then I, the one I just finished is called Identity. Mm -hmm. um, it's by Liza Neal, and it's a book about um, about being transgender or being non-binary it's really kind of about breaking the binary um for children mm -hmm. yeah cool cool mm -hmm. well um can you tell us where we can find that and like find those books and stuff or and or get in contact with you and find like check see what you're doing and, yeah and, so know. the easiest way to find me is um through the School of Theater, because I'm always here. So um, it's, what is our theater at theater.uncg.edu? Yes. I think maybe. that's, I don't <laughs> know, something to that effect. Yeah, just uh, check the theater. Yeah, UNCG. just Google it. Yeah. <laughs> 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 or my, my, my son says, Google it up. 
Just Google it up, Mommy. <laughs> um, yeah, that's the easiest way to get in touch with me. Um, the book, Jason and Grandma's Cane, is at WilliamsPublishing.com. Um, that's the easy way to get that. And the other one hasn't been published yet. We just finished the cool. um, illustration process. So. Cool, cool. Yeah. Are they usually under the same publisher? Or are they no, that one will go to Amazon. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, cool, cool. Well, thank you, Natalie. I appreciate all of this. Um, just had one last question for you. Yeah? When it's all said and done, what would you like your legacy to look like? Hmm. Interesting. I think my legacy is my child, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. I think that he's the thing that I, um, he's the person, he's the piece of the world that brings me the most joy. Mm -hmm. And parenting is probably the most creative thing I have <laughs> ever done in my life because it takes so much energy and imagination um, to support the well-being of another human. Yeah. So I think my legacy will be whatever Noble chooses to be, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right, so Noble, make sure you make your mom proud, whatever you do. And, you know, I will also be listed as the first woman of color and the pers first person of color to lead the School of Theater. Yes, so. yes that is a very significant yeah. thing, big deal as well. Yeah. And we need to change that, so it's not yes. just the first. No, black, black sick of first, <laughs> <Yes>. yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, Natalie. I appreciate mm. your time. Thank you guys for joining me on another episode. Until next time, peace, love, and blessings. Mm -hmm.